What is it you want? Real estate. It's the Red Hot Real Estate Show, where we can all find out how's it going for buyers and sellers in the real estate market. I have died and gone to real estate heaven. Looking to move? Hoping to sell? Call in with your questions to real estate expert Mimi Shoneman with Remax Results. I'm going to go out and buy a house. Here she is, your host, Mimi Shoneman. Yes, she is here, our host of the Red Hot Real Estate Show, our licensed realtor and butterfly and uh, all things out in the wild expert, Miss Mimi Shoneman for Remax Results. Good morning. So you have so you have butterflies, and now you are a, a ad hoc beekeeper. Is that what we talked about a couple of weeks well, ago? I wouldn't go that far. Okay, <laughs> so you're not a full on bee enthusiast yet. Oh yes, I am. Oh okay, oh, yes, I am. So you're a very bee enthusiastic. Yes. Okay, so yeah, uh, I love don't get it. me started on nature, y'all. But that's what we were talking about before we started because I am uh, I, I am in the comfort of my sisterhood of people that are also trying to do stuff out in the yard. Also, including our friend Shelly Ferris from Nature. Lending. Hello, Shelly. Absolutely. Good morning. We were morning. just talking about how, unfortunately, we had to go on. I know that the ants look cute in all of the Disney movies, but they can't live in my yard. And so we were talking about how to keep them out of the yard. Aww. So, yeah, I know Poor you ants. feel bad. Poor ants. But you can't, you know, I bought this house. You can't live in it. Mm-hmm. So No ant zone. No ant zone. No ants, no wasps. Okay. Can we please get your NMLS oh, yes. number, though, please? Yes. Shelly Ferris, NMLS, 367-826, and Nations Lending, 32416. So we are just with you, Mimi. Bees, yes. Bunnies, yes. Yes. Ants, wasps, go. No Bye. mo may is still happening. Yes. I'm still yes. doing that. I did not. I, and now I feel bad when my neighbors are mowing because I'm like, didn't you get the memo? Right. We're not supposed to do this yet. So no, I'm like, just going to let the grass grow. I think, right. I think next year we're going to print signs. We're going to send a print signs and hand them out to everybody. That's a great idea. Because it's been growing in um, uh, people actually going along and doing awareness. Mm -hmm. And I just think that there's some people that are just... Because my neighbors that did do it, I'm like, why was it bothering you that much already? Because I don't know. It's It's like an addiction. It, it's ah, like okay. it, it really is mowing your yard. It's, it's kind of a competition in my neighborhood. Oh, is it? See, <laughs> yeah. It's like <laughs> it's just not that important. Okay, <laughs> saving you time, gas, energy. Right. Yes. Right. So give it a couple more weeks. You just need a little bit more yes. time. So what's going on out here? What are we covering today? I know we got a lot of variety of things to talk about. By the time we get to all of the knowledge that Shelly Ferris has, yes, <laughs> <laughs> we got to empty out that brain while exactly. we don't have time, so she can do um, something else. Right. Yes. Yes. Um, we're going to be talking about some of the things that we've been observing out in the marketplace. Mm-hmm. Uh, people that maybe are behind on payments and are are just willing to throw their hands up in the air. We don't think that's the most prudent thing for you to do. Um, so we're going to be talking about pre-foreclosures, foreclosures, and a little bit about short sales. Um, to help those folks out there who may have been underemployed during the pandemic or perhaps lost their job for part or all of the pandemic. And, you know, that now that the, the payments and the supplements from the government have ceased, uh, they may be struggling. And, you know, people are very private and they don't necessarily talk about these things. So, folks, if you know a friend or family member that has had some of these challenges during the pandemic, you know, maybe they're not talking to you about your their house, but you know that they've struggled, that they've lost their job or they've been maybe had to take a couple of jobs just to make ends meet. 
they could be struggling and this might be a, a good opportunity you know to just say hey listen to our listen to the radio show the red right. hot real estate show and you can get it on podcast right it'll be um, very easy to pass this along to somebody important yes. to you and so what we want folks to know first and foremost is that if this is happening to you or someone you know we want you to reach out to us please do not hear our heart please do not let your house go back to the bank in right. foreclosure we can do things to help you avoid that. And that's what we're going to be talking about today. And one of the things that I was, and this just came up even before I knew we were talking about this. I was talking to, of all things, my Lyft driver yesterday. And so I was on my way uh, home from an event and I'm talking to this young man. And he was talking about, he was um, getting ready to get married. And somehow we got on the subject matter of why he was holding off maybe buying a house. You know, and, and it was a lot of, I'm concerned about the volatility in the market. I don't trust where the banks are going right now. And I don't want to put myself in a position where I um, can't afford this house. And I think that the interest rates, all the stuff that we talk about on the Red Hot Real Estate all the to- show all the time. And so one of the things that I kept trying to bring him back to is the system, as complex as it is, is has a mechanism involved to assist you if something happens and you're in uh, and you have to go through a foreclosure or a short sale and things that we're going to cover today. And I said, there are lots of ways that people can assist you through that. If you do, unfortunately, have to have that happen, there are ways to rebound after you come out of it. And I said, and it's not as the system is not as forgiving to people who are evicted and then in a rental situation where quite often that spirals into it's more difficult for you to rent. It's more expensive for you to rent. Eventually you can't where there's not a, as we'll cover today, kind of that if you do these things, you can be redeemed if something happens to you and you end up in a short sale or a foreclosure situation. You know, here's the thing here. Mm-hmm. It's all about mindset. Is it right. not ladies? Absolutely. Right. Um, you know, so I hear that story, what you just said, Miss Shannon, and you know, I'm thinking, okay, yeah, I can see that perspective. I can see where you would feel that way. Right. But when I look at it, my perspective, as you're talking, what I'm thinking is, but in your scenario, I have no control at all. Right. When the landlord might be going through financial hardship and might have to sell that place. And, you know, the lack of control will cause somebody to do crazy things. Absolutely. You know, when you have fear and you feel like you can't do anything about it and you have absolutely nothing that you can contribute to that, to me, that's far worse than if I'm just handling my own business. Right. right. That's what I, that's what I was hearing, too. I was hearing all the fear mm-hmm. yes. that Miss Shannon was describing. And that's there. what his whole conversation was. was scared, 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 mm-hmm. scared, scared. But the, he's not recognizing that there, he should be afraid of really the situation he's currently in because he's in no control. And that's one of the things I tried to bounce back to him is that I understand being in that position. But it's also a matter of if you as difficult as it is, like we want to make sure that you get in the right house at the right price point. And that that gets you there. We don't we're not trying to encourage we're not shoving people into situations where we know that they'll be economically uh, preyed upon. But I'm like, at least once you get into a home in most situations, if you work with the right professionals and you can lock in a particular interest rate, you have the stability where it's like, you know, it's going to be this for a certain amount of time. Right. And so you can stabilize what your family right, exactly. in, you know, outcome is. So. Over the last three years, Shelly and I were just talking about how much equity folks have potentially 
gained just mm-hmm. in three years. Shelly, can you kind of quote that stat? Absolutely. So that's a stat that I read here about a week or so ago. It comes from Black Knight, and mm-hmm. it's from their um, annual uh, just amortization of homes in just in an average situation over the course uh, across the United States. So this is, you know, gazillion dollar homes all the way down to $100,000 homes. How much equity have people gained uh, on average um, in the United States over the course of the last three years? That's 185 $5,000, folks. Wow. Don't mm-hmm. let the bank take your money. Okay. Mm-hmm. So here's the thing. Um, we always offer our listeners free market analysis. All you have to do is request it. And we can run what's called a, like an over-the-net evaluation where we just do some quick numbers for you and show you kind of the average of what's going on in your neighborhood. Or we can do an in-depth analysis where right. we actually tour your home and get a deeper dive into what's going on with your particular home. And then then we can work backwards. We'll need to know what you owe on your house, and that includes your first mortgage, and it includes any other loans that you might have taken, like a home equity Mm -hmm. um, or a second mortgage, uh, any of those kinds of things. We want to make sure that we know kind of what you're in for, and then we will work backwards. We'll show you, okay, so if you were to list and sell your home today, this is what we believe that you would walk away with, that you could sell it for, and then we we take out all the fees and show right. you what you could walk away with, and that's a free service. All you have to do is, rec- is request a CMA, a mm-hmm. market analysis, or anything that you want to call it. Um, and you can do that by reaching out by phone, text, or messaging here at the station. And our keyword with my talk is red hot. Uh, to reach out to us by phone or text 651-578-2218. And all you have to do is text market analysis or CMA. So as we begin this conversation after the break, what are we going to go into first as we're discussing foreclosures and how we can help people not lose their house to the bank? Well, you know, it's interesting. Uh, Shelly has some, some interesting, uh, examples of of folks that she's talked to recently and i'm going to talk a little bit about uh what what people need to to be able to uh put together if you are facing a short sale and we want to sell it so that you don't lose it to foreclosure we're going to go over the things that you should have prepared right you can also be part of the show call us at 651-641-1071 we'll be right back on the red hot real estate show with our friend mimi shoneman from the red hot real estate group Welcome back to the Red Hot Real Estate Show here on My Talk 1071. Also available as a podcast. Go to MyTalk1071.com, keyword Red Hot. Here with my good friend Mimi Shoneman from Remax Results and the Red Hot Real Estate Group. Also joined from Nations Lending, our good friend Shelly Ferris as well. Okay, Shelly. You you and I have been having some really great conversations with, with folks in the last several weeks mm-hmm. and months. Um, you've got a great example and a story to share. Right. So one of our My Talkers gave us a call and uh, they were concerned about their son. And it seems that the son had gotten behind on their house payments and was facing foreclosure. And in this day and age, I mean, that's something that just mind-boggling to me. Like, we just talked about all the equity that you, you've gained in the last few years here and the idea that you would let the bank take that. But turns out he was being foreclosed on by the end of the month, like short time, mm-hmm. short, short, short. So um, my first uh, piece of advice today is don't be an ostrich. Good mm-hmm. golly, Miss Molly, don't stick your head in the sand and hope it's all going to go away because that ain't going to happen. Or even if it's not going to go away, you sometimes get overly optimistic, like I'm going to be able to catch up. Right. I can do this on my own. I don't want to let people know right. because I feel a 
ashamed and embarrassed and all those things. Those when are instead, the feelings. You can get support up front because there's a lot of people that want to help you. And it doesn't mean you did anything wrong. Right. Maybe you did, but you probably didn't. It's but just it like corrected. Exactly. If you're not an ostrich. Mm-hmm. So <clears throat> the longer you wait to address the problem, the worse it's going to be. The son had purchased the home in 2017 and he had a roommate at the time. Mm-hmm. And the roommate was helping make the monthly payment by help by paying rent for the area that he rented. I'm sure this describes a lot of people out there. You right. know, so uh, and then they the roommate moved out and the son couldn't get anyone else to move in and eventually stopped trying. So he got more and more behind to the point that he couldn't catch up on his own. Imagine, you know, being uh, getting a bill in the mail for forty thousand dollars to get caught up in your mortgage. How are you ever going to do that? So you're not going to. So but but at the same time, the worst thing you can do is just go, oh, well, I'm just going to give the keys to the bank. So Mm -hmm. but because with the keys, You'd be giving them a big bag of money. Right. So in this case, uh, this son was going to lose over $100,000 in equity had he let the bank take it. So don't be that person. Raise your hand. Ask a parent about it. Ask an older sibling. Call Mimi and I, and we won't tell your parents. Right. (laughs) Give us a call. Yes. Um, One of the other things that you can do uh, is to just just hit it right on the head, y'all. Um, contact your lender as soon as you realize that you're having a problem. Trust me, no bank wants your house. They just want your money. Um, they right. might have some options to help you. Uh, there may be programs. Uh, they may be able to do some sort of refinance where they tuck, they uh, tack on your delinquent payments to the end of the mortgage, things like that. Um, uh, also, too, when you're when you may be in a state of shock or depression, please open your mail. Uh, just because you're not opening it doesn't mean that it's not sitting there waiting for you. And it's not an excuse. And you feel that feeling of dread when you see it, that it's just going to be something negative. You really need to look at it. Right. Understandable. That's right. Yeah. And the first notices that you get, uh, just just call your lender. Um, they don't want you to go into foreclosure. They absolutely That's don't. True. Yeah. Um, people so, think, don't believe that though. Please, people believe that the banks are just waiting, waiting to take your house, but they forget that if the bank gets the house, now they have to sell it and they have to pay someone to sell it and they might have to fix it up before they can sell it. And that's costly. Right. Yes. So the bank wants you to stay right where you are yeah. and keep giving them money. Mm-hmm. So Shelly, talk a little bit about if someone has equity, uh, from your mortgage perspective, what are some of the options that you can do to help people out of those situations? Right. So let's use the example of the my talker that, and he was forty thousand behind. Okay, that's a big number. So a, don't let it get that far. First of all, folks. So if you are just a couple months behind, now you're not forty thousand. You might be like five or six thousand dollars behind. So if that's the case. Look into what you can do to get money out of your 401k. Look what you can do to get a loan on something else. Mm -hmm. This particular borrower had a car that was fairly new that did not have a car loan on it. So what they could have done was get a car loan on that car and then used that money that they'd get, basically cashing out their car to pay their mortgage current. They could do that. And then they could 
afford that payment on the car versus losing your house, nowhere to live, ruining your credit, the whole mm-hmm. nine yards. Uh, maybe grandma gives you a loan. I don't mm-hmm. know what your life is, so maybe grandma gives you a loan. Maybe you quick get a second job that you can peel together several thousand in the next couple of months. There's lots of options, and if you're not too far behind, a home equity line of credit is an option. But you, if you're behind on your mortgage, generally speaking, a bank's not going to get too excited about putting a second mortgage behind right. that mortgage that's already behind. So that's why I encourage you to find other options, and there are those. If you need me to peel them back for you and give you options, call me. Absolutely. So so the the home equity line of credit, you cannot wait until you've already missed a payment to get that because then you'll have to wait for another whole year before you qualify for that. And then also, too, your credit's going to continue to go down. Right. Um, so when you see that there is going to be an issue, as soon as you see it, the best time is to reach out to Shelly Ferris um, and have her run numbers on you to see if you would even qualify for a home equity line of credit. So just to clarify, you're saying, okay, I'm about, I feel I'm going to miss this payment. I'm going to completely miss it. It's not just, I forgot it. So right when I'm missing that first payment, that's when we start trying before. to look at options before. Okay. As soon as you have the trouble, when you have the, the recognition that, oh no, I, I'm in a hardship here. I've just lost my my job or I've got a medical issue okay. or mm-hmm. something has happened where you know that you are going to be in a deficit on your cash and okay. you may you may or may not have enough reserves mm-hmm. or if uh, hopefully if you're a homeowner you know you have done the the ABCs and you've got an emergency fund right um, which of course is a different subject but since we're on it um, six months of reserves mm-hmm. is what you really need to have in the bank for these kinds of situations. And when we and we talk about this on the Financial Health and Wealth Show, when we say reserves, we mean that it's your 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 have to expenses. So if somebody if you're going that number's too big, I can't wrap my head around it. Like do the math on your your have to bills. Don't even your cable. You can turn all that stuff off. But the have to uh, your house payments, your living expenses, those have tos. Just start stocking up on that as best as you can. Every little dollar here and there starts to help so that you can eventually go, oh, I can sleep at night because I have something left if I need to do this. So, you know, let's just be realistic what, what we see out in the world. I mean, Shelly looks at a lot of people's credit statements all the time. And I'm not being judgy when I say this. And, uh, but the reality of the situation is there's almost all of us have something in our lifestyle that we can cut out if times got hard. Yeah. Um, absolutely. Yeah. I and, mean, to call them out, specialty coffees right yeah. off the top. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I I hate to, I'm not going to name names, but honest to Peter, Paul, and Mary, what I see on credit cards where people spend a coffee, good golly, Miss Molly, you could save a lot of money. <laughs> and really, there's just some things sometimes if you really start doing a little personal analysis, you're like, I could cut this out now mm-hmm. and wouldn't even miss it. Well, there's you, usually something. You and I have talked about it uh, mm-hmm. during the pandemic, the oh, things yes. that, that people cut out. Let's just list them girlfriend, I, cut out girlfriend my, I cut out getting my hair done yes kind of thing i cut out getting my nails, nails. done and they got better you know, better at doing it myself you know i did you know i i got i started buying i got myself a better tea maker like mm-hmm. stuff that i was buying so just even little things like mm-hmm. that changed where i bought certain because i have certain bougie things that i like to eat so i figured out a different way to get those done and tightened up the belt someplace mm-hmm. else mm-hmm. people you know and i love going out to eat just with the best of them mm-hmm. but 
you it, it adds up in a hot minute mm-hmm. how if you eat out lunch or or dinner and so those are the kinds of things that we're talking about that and if, it's not forever if you track it right like it, it it's it'll escape you how many times you actually go right mm-hmm. it's like wow oh my gosh that is a lot of money right. that I just had in right. that you know beef sandwich right right, right. You look know. at your bank statement for the last thirty days. See where you've spent your money. That's how you budget. Look at your debit card. See, because it's awful easy to pull out that debit card. Honest God, it is. So that's where you need to start. And that's where you decide what you can stop. Right. Okay. We're going to talk about your mortgage rights when we come back from the break. You can also be part of the show. Call us at 651-641-1071. We'll be right back on the Red Hot Real Estate Show with Mimi Shoneman from the REMAX Results Group and also our friend Shelly Ferris from Nations Lending. Welcome back to the Red Hot Real Estate Show here on My Talk 1071, also available at MyTalk1071.com as a podcast. Just use that keyword Red Hot. Here with Mimi Shoneman from Remax Results and the Red Hot Real Estate Group. Also, our friend Shelly Ferris is with us. We'll remember to give out all of their contact information. If you go to our page, you can always get in contact them very easily that way. Okay. So, folks, we're talking a little bit about people who might be challenged right now to mm-hmm. Uh, make your mortgage payments. Right. Uh, don't let fear keep you from calling and checking at least, at least make the call to see what you could sell the house for. Um, you could possibly walk away with money from the sale of your home and then you take and transition into a temporary situation and then revisit, you know, but, but it's better, you know, f- for me, like I think, okay, so if the average is 185000 in equity, and you sell your house and you walk away with with maybe 150 that's a that's a start and, oh my and gosh. that's that's certainly going to help you transition um as you get back on your feet right and you know i, I don't want you know all these banks to have my money mm-hmm. you know you stayed in the house you did the things to keep this the house up right you know you, you made a plan life and then life, happens. life happens right okay so Knowing your mortgage rights means that you need to understand the paperwork part of it, which is a weakness for so many of us. But find the loan documents that you've mm-hmm. got and read them so that you you know what your lender might do if you can't make your payments. Uh, learn about the foreclosure laws. This is where if you are curious about those things, we work with foreclosure and short sale attorneys. Um, so that we make sure that the process is done right. Um, and it's a lot to it. So right. you, you don't don't expect to be an, an expert in everything. Um, but do some research. Call us. We can tell you what we know. Learn about the timelines or the time frames in the state that you live in, uh, because every single state is different. Um, you can also get information uh, by the state government housing office. And sometimes it just makes sense based upon the situation that you're in. Like when I went through my short sale, I never got behind on any payments. But this was in 2008. It had just rolled into 2009. So I was married at the time. My husband and I had just had our son. Um, he's a plumber. So he had gotten laid off for the first time ever. So it went from a two, a two income household to a single person. It was just me keeping track of all of us. And we had the opportunity to pretty much buy a foreclosure in North Minneapolis for cash. And so we're like, well, I can either like get this money real quick and just buy this other house. And so what we wanted to do was sell our townhouse. That's the whole reason that we ended up short selling it was just because the property values. 
had just dipped so much oh, right. during that time period. But that, 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 that is exactly why right. it's so different now. Exactly, because um, now you're getting money for it. Like, the only reason mine was a short sale is because the property values happened to be down when I decided to sell. But right. the thing that folks need to understand that, that what what can trigger the, the need for a short sale is a hardship. Mm-hmm. And it can be any hardship. It can be a divorce. Mm-hmm. It could be a death of someone that you're getting uh, funds from. It could be a sickness. It could be a disability that happens. Anything that causes a hardship that makes it difficult or impossible to make your payment could qualify you for a short sale. Right. Um, now, Shelly, you had another really good story of someone that we've talked to in the last month or so. Um, let's talk about that a little bit. Yes, yes. So I, um, I, I heard of this this uh, gal who had bought her home using down payment assistance. Okay, great program. Use it all the time. It's it's really a great way to get into a home if you don't have any money. So uh, they use the down payment assistance. So the down payment assistance puts a second mortgage on your home, and um, she was unaware of that for some reason. She went through all the paperwork. Oh goodness! And maybe she just is you know financially not as you know advanced. Savvy. And, yeah, yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. And that's just that's just a thing. So um, in any case, she had been getting these uh, notices from the mail in the mail, uh, saying that they you know were behind, but they knew they were making their house payment. So uh, how can we be behind? So this is this gotcha. is a scam. This is somebody that's just trying to get me to call. I'm not going to call them. That's oh, what no. her, was her thought process. Mm-hmm. And it got all the way down to the point where this second mortgage company was about to foreclose. And it was the same company that gave her the first mortgage, which they could see that she was making all the time. So we intervened and we were able to get the two to talk to each other, the two departments, so they could understand. We stopped the foreclosure process that's and she so got caught unfortunate up. Isn't that amazing? That's usually a smaller payment anyway. Right. Oh, that's no. just it. It was right. it was under a hundred dollars yes. a month. She could have easily made the payment. It wasn't that she couldn't, it was that she was afraid yes. that she was gonna be tying into some scam talk or to something. Somebody mm-hmm. always and that's the whole thing about you know what we say a lot on this show and the other show that I do is about it. You deserve to have a team and know that you have a trusted resource where when you have a question, I'm going to call or text Mimi or Shelly and go, is this real? You know, can I do this? What is it? Don't just shred it before you even look at it. Mm-hmm. Just it's OK to ask. Is this OK? So, folks, if you owe something that's tied to your house, mm. even your homeowners association you can't skip out on those things. You think, well, you know, that doesn't matter. They're not going to catch me. You know, I can put that off. Trust me, a homeowners association is going to foreclose on you probably faster than your regular mortgage. You have to pay it. If you're behind on those dues, the the association can and will foreclose on you. Mm-hmm. And that would be really, really sad to lose your house over about five hundred dollars, right? Right. Don't oh do gosh. it. Right. Again, those townhomes have gained just as much equity as a regular house has. Yes. So you're gonna you're gonna let the association take your property and, and know, the bag of money. I know this sounds lud- that it, that sounds ludicrous, but I have seen it. We have seen. There's nothing under the real estate and mortgage rug that we've not seen. Um, so don't be afraid to call us because you're embarrassed. You're like, oh, I don't want to tell you that. Or I don't want to admit I don't know. Exactly. Yeah, right. mm-hmm. yeah. That's right. Exactly. I promise you, we will. there's no judging. No. Yes. There really isn't. Now, I do think we kind of touched on it for a second, but there are there are mortgage and real estate scams. Yes. 
Okay, if you're getting paperwork for people that are going to ha- charge you, you got to pay them to help you fix it. That's your first red flag. Okay, you need to call us and let us help you. Uh, we we can help you put you in the right direction, whether that's selling it or coming up with a, a different solution. Right. Mm-hmm. You want to stay in the home? We're cool with that. We're not about forcing people to sell homes that no. they don't want to. We'd prefer you to stay in it and yes. refer us to all your good friends. Right. Right. Exactly. We're well, just here to help. I'd rather have you stay in it and then eventually buy another one when, you know, in your own time so that it can be in the way that you need to go through this evolution of home ownership. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Okay, so there are some options for homeowners to avoid the foreclosure uh, with your mortgage company. So there's something called a reinstatement. And that's when the homeowner requests the total amount owed to bring the mortgage payments current. And then you pay that. Uh, there's something that's called forbearance of or repayment plan. And that's when the homeowner negotiates with the mortgage company to allow them to re- repay back payments over a period of time. That's forbearance. Um, you can sell the property. We've talked about that and take your equity and have a fresh start. You can rent your property. That's the beautiful thing when you own it. You can rent it. There's nobody going to tell you you can't rent it unless your covenants, your says yes. your homeowners association says you can't or your city. But most of the time, you can rent a room. You can rent the whole thing. The whole property. You yeah. know, it's, it's a wonderful thing. Um, you can do what's called a loan modification. And that's when the homeowner negotiates with the lender to modify the interest on the loan. The principal balance or any combination of those two and that results in a lower payment. Now, a loan modification, that's maybe going to change your interest rate. Mm-hmm. Maybe part of that's going to be interest only. You need to understand what the terms are of a loan modification. FHA just came out with a loan modification program to allow people to spread their loan payments over a 40-year period of time instead of a 30-year period of time. And that helps lower the monthly payment just by changing term. Maybe your rate will be the same as you got three or four years ago. You're just going to be refinanced into this 40-year term now for help. Absolutely. And so, Shelley, do you have any more information? Like, why did FHA bring that product out? I think they're seeing... The writing on the wall. That's what I, I think, think too. I think that it's exactly what it is. And when they hiked the upfront mortgage insurance premium and the monthly about two or three years ago, I think we're feeling the effects of that today. So they, at the same time when they brought out the 40, they dropped the monthly down to 0.55% from 0.85%. Because again, they don't want to take your house back. They don't, but no. it saves people about $100 a month mm-hmm. for that FHA mortgage by dropping that MI down. And that actually gives you then the same monthly payment, spreads you out to you could buy $20,000 more in house if that's mm-hmm. what you were looking to do so it really helps okay that's interesting to know um, but there's always a reason behind it right, right. Mm-hmm. you know so i'm always wanting to know what that reason is um there is a short refi where the homeowner negotiates with the lender to refinance a mortgage for less than what is owed on the property there's a deed in lieu of foreclosure and that's when the homeowner returns the property to the lender rather than go through the foreclosure process. Now, folks, even though that's available to you, there's absolutely no reason in my mind why you would ever want to do that without at least first trying to pursue a short sale right. mm-hmm. or sell it outright before right. you get into that position. The hierarchy is sell it, take your equity. If you cannot do that, because you don't have enough equity. Maybe you've already taken a home equity line of credit. Maybe you truly are upside down. Um, 
that is that is the perfect time to consider a short sale. Right. You, you have to have a hardship, though. Um, and so there's also something called a deed for lease, which the homeowner returns the property that is FHA insured back to the lender and leases the property for a 12 month period. So when we come back, we'll continue talking about uh, short sales and foreclosures and uh, share some more stories. We'll also be happy to take your call. You can call us at 651-641-1071. We'll be right back on the Red Hot Real Estate Show. Welcome back to the Red Hot Real Estate Show here on My Talk 1071. We're joined by our host, Mimi Shoneman, from the Red Hot Real Estate Group and Remax Results. Also, our friend from Nations Lending, Shelly Ferris, is here. Mimi, before we uh, get to the end of the show, why don't we give out that text number that everybody can get in contact with you yep, for? Yep, there's a couple of different things I want to make sure everybody knows. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're shopping for property uh, or you have a house to sell, we'd encourage you to go to viewgreaterminneapolishomes.com. Um, there you can shop for properties. You can make appointments. You can reach out to, with questions. Again, that's viewgreaterminneapolishomes.com. Now, if you would like to just a uh, quick message, mm-hmm. text questions, uh, you can do that at 651-578-2218. And that's good for any kind of questions, Absolutely. mortgage questions for Shelly or real estate questions for me. Um, any of those kind of questions, just be, feel free to reach out. And it doesn't have to be about the subject that we're talking about right. today. And speaking of which, um, you can always podcast our, our shows, and we would love for you to, and to share it with your friends. Mm-hmm. So we got all kinds of good information for and ways for you to reach out to if us. If you want to get the podcast link, go to mytalk1071.com, keyword red hot. Okay, so um, according to... The Business Journal, I think it is. No, the Star Trip. Okay. Um, last year, 3,136 households in the metro area received a foreclosure notice. And that is a 210% increase from 21, but it's a 26% decre- decrease compared to 2018. Okay. Um, and so that is according to Adam Data Solutions okay. and the Star Trib. And I think that's due to the pandemic, don't you? I mean, they had the forbearances for so long, and then that's why the uptick in the percentages. Well, I know there are a lot of people that are, are kind of investment-minded were hoping yes. that there would be a, an uptick in that so that they could get, get a deal. Mm-hmm. Right? You're fixing flippers out there. We love right, you. Right, right, right. Um, but, you know, it, it has happened a little bit, but it isn't, it isn't the it's wave. It's not as pervasive as it was in 2008, 2009. No, mm-hmm. no. And that's because they put they put stop gaps in place. And that's more of a Shelly um, data geek kind of subject. <laughs> I also appreciate that, you I know, as that. we were discussing this whole scenario through 2020 and 2021, I also think that experts like Mimi and Shelly, you were giving them a better information on what does this forbearance look like? Make sure you read the the fine print. Is this one where you get to make payments back in payments? Or at the end, is there going to be this balloon payment and all of a sudden they're going to ask you for 15 grand and then what are you going to do? So I think that there were more people and resources out there to encourage people to do this in a way where they really knew what they were getting into, even though it was a great opportunity because some people were having an incredibly difficult time. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, the interesting thing to me, folks, um, I, during the closing, there's a lot happening. Yes. Uh, but there's never too much going on for you not to stop and ask questions if you are are not clear of what right. you're signing. Um, ask the questions. If you are the type of consumer that wants to read documents before, you need to let your agent and your mortgage person know that. Um, these documents are an inch thick sometimes. 
Um, and that's a lot of reading to do, and they only typically allot an hour for a closing. Right. Um, so, and it's a lot to digest. But don't be afraid to ask questions about what that is. Now, I have personally seen where I know um, consumers have been very, very uh, not aware of a second mortgage uh, and and how that actually works. Or if there was down payment assistance that was on there and how that was going to affect their payment. Very, very um, not aware. And so that's not a, that's not the situation that you want to find yourself in when right. you're at the closing. There's no stupid question, and that is for real. Um, if you don't understand it, then keep asking the questions. Yes. Right, right. And you should ask your realtor and your loan officer right up front when you're interviewing those people. Am I going to be able to look at those documents before I sign them? And if the answer is anything but yes... You should really find a different loan officer and a realtor. Because you don't call want me, it. me, and I. We're, it's we'll very, help you. It's yes. very daunting. Even this is if this is the second time you've gone through this, you're signing a lot of stuff. It, it always yeah. changes too. Mm-hmm. The purchase agreements keep changing. The loan documents keep changing. You know, you got to keep them fresh. Right. Right. Yeah. 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 All, All right, Shelly. <laughs> uh, I have a question for you. Yes. What was your very best thirty-year fix last week? Uh, okay. <laughs> That's not the sound we want. No, I'm sorry. Not yeah, at and that all. was not a sound effect, folks. That was me. So, um, like probably, I'm gonna say six and a half. I locked a few at six and three quarters. It was an ugly week, folks. It was an ugly week. Okay. So. What are you? What are your mortgage experts thinking is going to be happening? Is there anything that you're watching for? I am. I'm keeping an eye on uh, Washington D.C. like an eagle. I am on them like a hawk. Uh, that we need to uh, settle this uh, and get the debt ceiling mm-hmm. increased. Um, I don't care where you are politically. Increase the flipping debt ceiling. It's like you ate a meal, and now it's time to pay the bill. And you're saying, <laughs> "I'd like to negotiate this right. bill." No, no. Okay, so are, settle. Are you? And then, then rates will be fine because if they're not, and we go off a cliff, they're talking eight and a quarter is right. where interest rates are going. So. Okay. Get it solved. Okay. All right. Well, there's your politics for the Red Indeed. Hot Real Estate Amen. Show. Yes. All right. That's all we're doing with that. Um, let's yes. talk about a story, uh, another client that we've spoken to and their scenario. Cindy and Chad. So um, Cindy and Chad called, and unfortunately, they bought too much home. When they bought their home, they really relied on Chad's income, uh, his overtime part of his income, to help them qualify for a bigger, better, more beautiful house. And now that overtime has gone away. Mm -hmm. And so they can't really afford the payment. And uh, much to uh, Cindy's chagrin, especially because her mom told her (laughs) that was going to be too much home for them. And so here they are. So, you know, you don't want to hear your relatives in your ears all night long. So so they're currently behind and they're getting phone calls and they're getting letters and they don't know what to do and what's the first step and what will happen to them and where will we live and all that stuff. They are frozen in fear. They don't know what to do. Not able to make a good decision because they're just plain too afraid or probably some depression like you Mm -hmm. alluded to earlier Mimi but if they sell their home where will they live not sure everyone's situation is different so uh, don't be an ostrich is what the lesson is here folks just tell someone call us uh, if you let them take your home, uh, you know, you don't want to be able to, or have to lose the equity that you've built up. We just talked about how much that is. Don't don't let that bank take that money. Um, you'll have a black mark of a foreclosure on your credit, and it takes a long time to mm-hmm. get up, up and over that. Uh, don't worry about being embarrassed. Honestly, this is a no-judgment zone. We're here to help you. 
There are options. Don't think you're alone because you are not. And do not allow yourself to freeze in fear. The first call is to Mimi or I. We'll guide you and we'll help you come up with alternatives. Yeah, absolutely. Um, folks, we get it. We're, we're human. We've right. bought houses. We've had hardships. We've lived a few. You, this is not our first uh, time around. Um, and, and I want you to know this is from my heart. It, pride is a, is a terrible thing. Um, and we all have it. Mm-hmm. We all have it. You just have to use it appropriately. There's mm-hmm. sometimes that it's good for you, and sometimes it gets in your way and well, makes you make un, un, inappropriate decisions for your future. Let me just say that it's very difficult. It's very, very difficult to go from what you have as your dream home to having to go to something that is not quite what you had hoped for in your life. And uh, we're dealing with people that are are going through those scenarios, and it's very difficult but, you know, to keep up with the Jones or to put on airs or, or to pretend that things are a certain way when you're absolutely struggling, um, you're, the house that you're in does not have to be the only time that you're going to be in that kind of house. Okay, so up and down, over and oh, side to side, you, people are making moves constantly in real estate. It doesn't have to stay that way. And we talk about that a lot with, with our first timers. They sometimes get paralyzed with being perfect. Right. Um, you know, so. Or a concept. Yes. Of, this is what I, I saw on TV that I should be here. Or I saw somebody on social right. media and they had yes. or, something. So or I your, need to be there. Or your friends or your coworkers mm-hmm. live a certain way. And that's not your way because you have other things going on in your life. Right. Don't let that stop you um, from taking action. It's always going to be better to try and get out the money that you've got in your house and then come up with a plan B. And then after that, then you come up with a plan C. Right. Um, so but the, the point of the subject is. We've seen it all, and, you know, we want to help you. Again, you know, go to the website, viewgreaterminneapolishomes.com, and you can shop for homes. You can look to see what homes in your neighborhood are selling for. Call us if you want a free market analysis. And, again, that number for mortgage information or real estate, 651-578-2218. We uh, would love to have your questions, no matter what they are. So, that's what we've got, folks, and we encourage you to go to my talk here and use the keyword "red hot." Mm-hmm. Um, you can communicate us, communicate with us uh, for any questions that you have, um, Shelley. And just know you're not alone, right? Yes. you're not alone. We're, you know, Mimi and I are a little. Well, we're kind of mothering, absolutely, <laughs> and we're here to help you. So don't just like you'd call your mom, give us a shout, <laughs> right? And you can also get this show and previous episodes at our website. Go to my talk one zero seven one dot com keyword red hot